I V M. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello and welcome to another episode of TFG Indian Football Podcast. And after a long time, we have some positively good news, like pure good news, the kind of which is so rare in uh, Indian football these days. We have been fighting over this. We have been anticipating this. We have been hoping and praying for this. And finally, it has happened. Kevin, Kevin is with me joining from yes. Mumbai. Yes, it's finally. the big day. It's the big day. The news has finally arrived. What we were hoping for, praying for, the merger of I-League and ISL, which will give a stable future for Indian football, has finally happened. AIFF, uh, IMG Reliance FSDL has finally come out and said, forget it, we have fought enough among us because why the hell are we fighting amongst ourselves? We're all stakeholders in this sport. So we're going to merge I-League and ISL. It's going to be called ISL. But it will have 20 teams and uh, uh, only the I-League clubs will be uh, you know, subject to relegation uh, until the uh, franchisee contracts for ISL run out in 2024. But it's official, Kevin. We are going to see a 20-team league, big league, a proper major league like Premier League happening in India next season. How do you react to this news, Kevin? Uh, this couldn't have come for a better time for Indian football. Dynamic days ahead for Indian football. And yeah. uh, since we've been hoping this could happen, and uh, it was an, uh, it was inevitable. Chiranjit, you know, it, it was coming. It just, uh, it just required a date to be put on it. And uh, what a time that we are in. Uh, and although there, there are things to be fixed, but uh, this was never dreamed of. 20 teams, you know, we're talking about teams going down day by day, clubs shutting down, uh, and this comes as a great news for even for the ones who are planning to get in via corporate entry, fra- via franchisee entry. It just makes it look grand, and uh, I think that this is ri- this is the right day, and this is the right yeah. time. Yeah, and uh, just just not that. Uh, so many new things have been happening. Uh, the Super Cup is going to have uh, uh, a full season. Not like it's it's not like uh, this season uh, and last season. It happened in a single venue. Uh, you know, back to back matches. Uh, so what they're gonna do is make it like FA Cup. So the second division teams will also take part, and it's gonna happen uh, over six months uh, on on Wednesdays and Thursdays uh, in the middle of the league season. Uh, and they have updated this is very important probably the most important news although we are all only going to be talk to, uh, talking about I-League and ISL merger successfully happening uh, the big biggest news I would say is that they have updated the club licensing criteria and every team that is going to be uh, playing in the top division and second division which is ISL and League 1 all of them will have to uh, keep a women's team, a women's under-18 team, and a women's under-15 team. That's part wow. of the requirement now. So now, they're going now, to have this to... Is, this is yeah. what we talk about, proper development, and this is what uh, grassroots development and the, the ladder of Indian football, which was missing. And we saw so many protests by, by a lot of clubs that they don't see the roadmap. And Chiranjit, mm. the roadmap is here. This is what yeah. to see bottom-up. And again, exactly. 
yeah yeah and uh, and uh, imagine the implications of that 20 awesome uh, uh, top class uh, indian women's league teams which means the iwl will also take place i think the, the first season they're just going to do two conferences at first and uh, uh, the top four winners will play an eight team iwl which is still less matches than the uh, men's league but it's great to see they are uh you know getting getting this kind of uh brilliant exposure so the the final round of iwl will be home and away just like the men's league so we are going to see uh, proper televisation of those matches uh, uh, the the teams will play in the home ground which will be great for the fans to see because even uh, in in the past if if a club had a women's team they would not be playing in the usual home ground so uh, you know where will the fans go to see them so this is finally we can see that uh, proper steps are being taken to make proper development all inclusive development uh, in indian football and could be today is the happiest uh, you know day of news that we have had uh, in the in the last 10 15 years man i mean this is yeah. massive and and we're talking about uh, the women's world cup being hosted the under 17 world yeah. cup uh, is been hosted and uh, 2026 is uh, when everybody is hoping india can make it through the finals of the fifa world cup mm. uh, it's not far away it's everything is falling into place uh, everybody were wondering uh, why was the announcement made when we don't even have a proper women's team and now we know that no it's the hidden plan and now yeah. it's coming to surface and now we know what a genius plan it was yeah and uh, guess what a uh, couple of days back uh, gokulam kerala fc signed dalimachibbar now you know Wow. Now you know why they are going uh, to like uh, sign all the uh, best of the players uh, that we have in the country. Uh, we're gonna uh, the, the the just the amount of exposure has quadrupled for players, right? The number of domestic players who will be able to play on TV uh, in front of massive audiences uh, has just if if you're just counting um, the men. it's it's probably gone up 60 to 70% because the foreigner quota has come down to four players uh in in IWL there's going to be three foreigners per team uh, maximum and uh, i think the exposure level has gone up like 2000 3000% and uh, one of the people in charge of uh, the whole situation one of the uh, senior federation officials was quoted as saying look uh, if you can uh, spend like 35 40 crores per first season on a men's team why can't you spend about 3 4 crores on a women's team and give them the exposure that they deserve and uh, until you take that first step how are you going to grow in women's football if you don't take that first step to put them on tv maybe it won't be as uh, you know full of razzmatazz as isl but at least people will have an option to see it isn't it yeah yeah and and also talking about uh, the the number of officials that have been uh, uh, officiating uh, the games i think we will we will see some good news coming on for, on that yeah. uh, regard as yeah. well because the, the refereeing uh, was always questionable uh, it was overburdening for for the referees uh, you know to, to handle so many games in a short span and i i think uh, what we are hearing is also you know the number of officials will be increased uh, there's going to be a mass uh training of you know new set of uh, you know image uh, sub professional referees uh, coming into into the picture so it's it's all part of the plan and uh, 
2019 is what we really know never hoped could get a start like this and uh, yeah this is turning out to be great yeah and also uh, not just referees you can just uh, even look at uh, the coaching scenario now what we uh, you know revealed if you go back to our article on the fangarage.com about uh, afc fifa's roadmap uh, for indian football one of the things that they suggested was to start licensing for state associations right so the state associations we know that uh, india has so many states only a few are really properly active in uh, football so what aiff has started is that now every state association will have to uh, show a certain amount of activity per year to retain their license otherwise aiff can disband them stop their grants everything so what every state association has to do is that they have to uh, hold a certain number of grassroots camps hold a certain number of coaching license courses so the the d license is now available in every state we're going to we're going to see uh, co- courses being available uh, at least twice a year in every state so aspiring coaches don't have to travel all around the country looking for a proper place to uh, get their licensing done they can just do it in their own state twice a year which reduces cost for them and also just explodes the number of uh, coaches who are getting into the system who are getting the uh, education they need and we are going to have four major uh, uh, c courses c license courses uh, in in all the metros uh, every year so the number of uh, c license batches has gone up to uh, i don't know how many metros they they are covering now it's eight so 32 courses of c license that are going to be happening from 2020 given that is also a big step towards making sure that talent comes out from every corner of india is that we're going to have qualified coaches in every state for uh, you know and and because the uh, the whole process has been localized uh, the aspirants will have to spend a lot less money to do it is yeah it? you know the first thing what was missing was uh, the number the frequency of uh, Uh, AFC uh, AFC level uh, courses that were there so it it firstly didn't have a f- uh, proper calendar you know that that led to the uh, you know somewhere for for the coaches somewhere for for the clubs as well you know? it really you know uh, puts you out of uh, the, your planning when you don't know what is next uh, so say there's a set of uh, coaches that that are you know ready to move up to the next level but you're not sure when when is the next uh, AFC uh, course coming up the either the keeping or or the uh, the uh, the seed diploma that uh, is is being called now so once you have uh, things put out at the start of the year now obviously this is this is all going to take some uh, time and uh, what's important is it's already thrown out uh, there you know to be uh, put out into a schedule ironed out into proper uh, monthly quarterly uh, uh, schedule for for these courses so so in a way what we are looking at is it's planning you know given to the clubs it's it's uh, restrictions it's uh, conditions put on the club so you got to have a, a, a under 15 and you know the, the under age teams then you have your coaching license to be upgraded and the licensing criteria for the, for the clubs as well so this is all in a way you know self reliant for uh, each club you know take onus uh, on yourself and start making your calendar right just to you know head towards the the final target that is getting proper quality players into the national team 
Yeah, it's it's so awesome, man. And we are just starting to see the effects of it already. Like uh, the last couple of days, we heard uh, rumors of new clubs popping up everywhere. And it's not even like they are trying to get into ISL straight away. I mean, uh, corporate entry has uh, sort of gone away at this point. Uh, so we are hearing that clubs from like Gujarat, Chhattisgarh, uh, uh, new clubs in Karnataka, uh, Tamil Nadu, uh, this one in Dehradun, everybody is uh, just uh, planning to get stuck in and uh, start operations by 2021 and they want to play in league 2, they want to start at the bottom, they're like we know if we, if we play well enough we can get our way into the top division and uh, that's going to bring us uh, a return of investment so why why not get our basis right why not uh, take the first couple of years to play in the lower division uh, you know create awareness at the local level for uh, less money uh, you know sort of uh, nurture a fan base uh, and uh, start their player development process so that when it comes to uh, comes the time to step up and uh, play in the top division they are going to have all their bases covered uh, they're uh, they're gonna have the licensing proper they're gonna have already a, a recognition for the club a small fan base to look up to uh, to uh, carry them over to the big stage it just seems like this whole thing that we have been dreaming of has finally fallen into place isn't it yeah yeah no, it's it's come it's it's being uh, really tooted as uh, the revolution and uh, this was expected but it wasn't really expected uh, so soon uh, because you know uh, things were very um, uh, muddy uh, from the time uh, the AFF uh, you know got some uh, written uh, notices from uh, written uh, consent from from the from the clubs that really want to talk about all this so it was really uh, unclear uh, how things were working out for, uh, but I, I think this is put an end to everything it's the best possible solution that we could have ho hoped for from uh, all this controversy to arise. And I would have to say, AIFF has knocked it out of the park. They're like, uh, you know, all the hate that uh, fans were giving to the Federation, that uh, Kushal Das, uh, Sunandadhar, Prafil Patel, everybody is uh, looking out for ISL, stepmotherly st treatment to I-League clubs, uh, all uh, all just, just trying to uh, sideline I-League and uh, kill I-League and just make ISL the only thing that anybody can uh, watch or have access to uh, or or survive in it's it's like they have just made, you know grown football by multitudes in one fell swoop and uh, just just turned the whole narrative upside down and proven that they really care about Indian football and they are going to, uh, no matter what anybody says, uh, stand up for Indian football. And this is the this is the best way to leave your legacy. I think 30-40 uh, years later, when all this development boom has uh, made uh, Indian India one of the best countries in Asia, everybody will look back and uh, look at the work that they have done. Uh, in taking this massive step, it, it must not have been easy because, uh, uh, you know, we, we have a fractured system. Uh, it, it has taken literally years of hard work uh, to mend those bridges and uh, unify the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, they, they did justice. They did uh, the right thing. They looked out for all the clubs, not just a few who can pay them uh, money up front. And uh, they have made sure and, and FSDL, brilliant. It, they, they could not have been 
you know anything better that could have come from them they have exploded the uh, brand value of isl by doing this because it's now a, a big league and it's got uh, it reaches every corner of the country like real kashmir neroka uh i think shillong lajong are going to play in league 1 for now but hopefully they win and come back uh, to the top division uh, isol fc is there it's like not a single corner of india that has been left untouched and our dream league a strong league that will take indian forward for uh, indian football forward has finally arrived uh before we go into a break final words from you kevin on on this awesome amazing development and sometimes it's, it's unbelievable where when you get things uh, that you've been hoping for dreaming for all of a sudden and it's it's coming in like a flood so it, it's yeah. just too much it, it's sometimes it's overwhelming you know that uh, so many positives coming hitting you like a flood and this is unbelievable at the moment i, I really can't stop thinking uh, how india is going to turn up like a great giant the sleeping giant that india was termed and uh, this the giant is awake and we are up and alive very much alive into the national scene into the asian scene and hopefully the international and uh, world scene as well yeah i think i think the all the small clubs around the country i think we have uh, 300 or 400 uh, clubs which have national asp- aspirations at some point they are all thanking iff thanking fsgl thanking everybody who's been in charge of indian football for giving them them this opportunity and i'm pretty sure they will not let us down you give them a path to succeed you give them uh, a a chance to play at the highest level you tell them that if you do well enough uh, on the pitch you will be rewarded by uh, a bigger platform they are going to work their asses off and i am pretty sure in 20 years we will be a completely different beast in terms of uh, world football we will be in the top 70 top 60 uh, in world rankings and we're going to be taking on and staring down the big giants of asian football like japan it's it's so awesome man this is the this is the dream i've been having forever ever since i started following indian football for decades now and and it's just it's just i can't believe it's real man can you believe it's real it it's somebody has to pinch me oh, man if only all this was true yeah, isn't it <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is and uh, you think if you are joking please go and uh, check the fangarage.com you'll find an article all about what we are talking about and uh, it's really not happening <laughs> Yeah, oh shit. At at this point I think I think we've lost the momentum of the joke at some point. Uh, you know, it's obviously this is 1st of April and uh, we literally listed every positive thing that we could think of that we're not get not, not going to get anytime soon in Indian football. And uh, yeah, I mean it, it's just interestingly Kevin uh, it, it just the idea started as a gag. but the more we started listing okay this has happened that has happened it it sort of sa- made me sad because this is this is what should be happening in football man that that's what you need to do to maximize the potential uh, of of the of the massive a promise that indian football brings to the table the the fractured system that we have the uh, the lack of proper regulation proper incentives uh, it's it's just we we are just dragging ourselves down by not giving more people uh, a chance to prove themselves 
this is not something that has not been put out in the open we're talking about uh, small scale over here you know just two two people talking about what should be done but this is not not uh, no it, it's difficult to imagine or difficult to solve this this is what is expected from every federation from every club that wants to play at the national level for everybody who wants to develop grassroots right up till the national team this is the entire pathway that has to be there but it's it's difficult to see that happening in india and uh, over the years uh, every hope or every dream of seeing this uh, come to a reality is never it's just fading away and all the time that we see something hopeful coming up you know it just crashes us down every time yeah uh, it's 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 the chicken and the egg scenario isn't it uh, it's like if you if you give small clubs a chance to prove themselves they're not going to go out and buy uh, you know two ex world cupers uh, who can't play 90 minutes anymore they're going to invest in grassroots to develop players of the p- future because they can't afford anything else you know this is the this is the cheapest way to really build future and it kind of forces everybody to think long term about what they can do uh, to uh, develop themselves as a club and if you have enough clubs doing that that just develops the entire sport because everybody is thinking long term and everybody is pitching in and uh, uh, you have uh, let's say 50 clubs around the country having that ambition having that uh, uh, amount of dedication and they are slowly if if they can build like one player let's say one really good player in 10 years if if they build so we have 50 really good players who have had the amount of training that none of our previous uh, national teams had who had the uh, you know the technique the the level of amount spent on that player by uh, coaches it's it's just i mean what could have been isn't it <laughs> it's the it's the saddest april fool joke ever that uh, that you're going to see this year yeah that's that's it's reality and uh, i don't think that's you know coming off any sooner for indian football but i think on this really uh, sad but hopeful note we can still head on to the reality <laughs> that's on the other side of the break <laughs> do yeah. do catch up uh, we will meet you on the other side of the break come back to us Hello everybody, welcome to another awesome week on the IVM Podcast Network. If you're not following us on social media, please make sure that you do. We're IVM Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please, please do. With the upcoming election season just around the corner, in case you really want to deep dive into some of the issues that matter, you should check out some of the shows on our network. Shows like Ganatantra, The Seen and the Unseen, The Prakriti Podcast, Pulia Bazi, and even How to Citizen look into some of the issues that really do matter. This week on Cyrus Says, Cyrus is joined by Tripti Khamkar. Tripti talks about how she got into acting from a young age, convincing her family, discovering her comedic talent and her very own podcast, Gold Kappa. On Shunya 1, Varun Deshpande from the Good Food Institute joins us to talk about the Good Food Institute and the work that they're doing. On Thalde Harate, our Kannada podcast, Pawan and Surya discuss the Indian judiciary and all that we need to know about its citizens. On Paisa Vesa, Anupam hosts an hour-long special with Anil Ganani, head of passive investments at DSP Mutual Fund, and Mukesh Agarwal, CEO of NSE Indices, India's largest index and index service provider. This week, look out for the 50th episode of the Habit Coach podcast. Host Ashton Doctor is joined by a special guest on this one. And with that, let's continue with your show. Welcome back. Uh, that was uh, about uh, 16-17 minutes of us talking bullshit on April Fool's Day and I think we just ended up making a fool of ourselves. I think everybody in Indian football is sort of making a fool of themselves uh, because we we're just talking about 
gains we can make money we can make in 5 years uh, instead of uh, the the potential we can build over 20 years that's that's a central uh, disease that we have going on in indian football right now uh, and we are seeing the infestation of that disease everywhere uh, it's 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 there on tv currently it's there on the matches that you don't see uh, and uh, super cup is going on in bhubaneswar in front of an empty stadium uh, and uh, six clubs six top division clubs have boycotted it so far uh, three did it in the qualifying stages three more so far have done it uh, in uh, in the uh, round of 16 and it's just seems like uh, the controversy the the confrontation has reached a boiling point kevin yeah we really what is this super cup what what do the winners get you know what do the runner ups uh, run, runners up team get what do you get out of playing a tournament which is uh, home to uh, a climatic condition which is not the best for players uh, again you know why would teams put in their hard work their, their dedication uh, that you know they showed over 6 7 months just for the short tournament which does not guarantee anything there's nothing on the afc uh, spot list there's nothing on the national is just a tournament with with a trophy that is no guarantee that is going to happen again on in the next year uh, there's no prior history to that it has got different names in the past this something that doesn't you know create that attraction but you still want to play it or no i i think it's fairly done by the id clubs the six uh, team the six clubs that decided to not go ahead but i love the way they're doing it uh, some have really you know put it up front uh, some are waiting for you know, for for their turn to arrive and then uh, decide to ditch it, it's a silent treatment by uh, given by all these uh, clubs and rightfully uh, when you don't see answers uh being given to the question that the clubs are asking i think this is a way to go uh, I, i i wouldn't say this is right or no but uh, i think the best option left to the clubs is this uh, you know put up a stand uh, this is what we we would want to do and uh, if you're not going to give us answers uh, i think uh, uh, boycott and just uh, abandoning matches is the way to go forward yeah well uh, for now it seems like they have been forced to take an extreme step uh, so what what has been happening uh, if you're just catching up uh, with the whole fiasco it's that uh, all the i league clubs wanted an audience with uh, aifa president uh, praful patel uh, about the future of indian football they even came up with a different alternate road map that they want to be debated uh and considered by the federation uh, uh we discussed it in the previous episode uh but the aiff did not give them that uh, uh that audience that meeting and so what they uh, what what happened was that uh three clubs minerva punjab gokulam kerala fc and aizol fc pulled up of the pulled out of the super cup qualifiers and uh, uh, after that when the matches started falling apart and there was a real rebellion at their doorstep iff decided okay we're going to talk to you let's meet on 14th of april and uh, then the i league club said okay we will play super cup but allow the uh, other teams who had to pull out because of 
you know you not just replying to us <laughs> it just just let them play again and understandably i have said that we can't reschedule the tournament because uh, a lot goes into setting up a match the telecast booking of satellites which i understand they said we can't reschedule so what happened is that the others also said like uh, we're not going to play then we're not going to leave anybody behind here so it was a sign of unity rare sign of unity for the i league clubs and uh, yeah what what happened after that is that uh, east bengal have pulled out mohan bagan have pulled out neroka have pulled out uh, chennai city wanted to pull out in fact uh, they said that take the money take the prize money we have won in i league okay this is what chennai city said take the money we have won in i league to fund the rescheduling of the qualifier matches that's what they went out and said and uh, yeah and afterwards what happened was that aiff used some uh, pressure tactics and they forced chennai city to come and play and chennai city don't want trouble at this moment because they're going to play in afc champions league qualifiers next time if they get suspended or uh, some major uh, trouble is uh, given to them by aiff they might miss out on the historic opportunity to become the first uh, tamil nadu club to play in uh, afc champions league in the modern era so it's just uh, i think they just compared the risk scenario and uh, they decided to play uh, churchill brothers are probably going to play because uh, churchill lalimao is close to praful patel they might end up playing uh, neroka have pulled out uh, as i mentioned indian arrows are obviously playing real kashmir fc is a very interesting case uh, they said they will join the boycott but uh, again it seems uh, yeah if if pulled the right kind of strings and forced uh, real kashmir to come back and play so yeah it's it just seems like the game is happening almost at a political level at this point and which which is the big frustration that we have we have a tournament going on uh, we have had uh, uh, indian arrows beat kerala blasters in the past chennai fc are looking so good uh, you know they they came back and beat mumbai city and uh, we had uh, last night uh, chennai city just demolish uh, uh, pune, pune city. city yeah with with 10 men beat them 4-2 and uh, yeah it was proper dominance it's it's like all these good matches genuinely good matches are happening but the big news is always who's trying to screw who politically using what pressure tactics and who's going to end up playing and not that's, that's just not what you want around a tournament isn't it yeah 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 and and you know th- this could have been something that everybody look forward to like last time uh, yeah. but it it didn't really have the attraction because of so many things that were put out by the especially or the only the i league clubs you know isl clubs don't matter really uh, because uh, they 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 don't play get to play uh, such tournaments uh, we, we've not seen cup tournaments introduced for uh, for isl because it wasn't really a legitimate tournament earlier now that uh, the afc cup spot is there so that's really something to play for so for the i league clubs it was something uh, more than just a tournament it was uh, something to have another hit another chance to get into the the afc but uh, sadly it has been taken away uh, again it it was promising uh, tournament but things didn't really work out for uh, either the federation or uh, the i league club so it's sad that we are going ahead with this uh, 
uh, it shouldn't have been this way but uh, frankly uh, it, it's it's not april fools but uh, this is what uh, the, the ily clubs have decided to do yeah i mean uh, part of the question that you raise like what is the point of playing in super cup obviously it's it's a replacement a replacement for uh, federation cup and uh, it doesn't have an afc cup spot at the moment which which it will probably have next season uh, if isl becomes the top division league it will have the acl spot and the super cup will have an afc cup qualifier spot but uh, you know the the sad thing about super cup is that it's still sticking to the formula that was devised in 1970s uh, obviously the federation cup was established in 1970s when uh the infrastructure for home away matches did not exist in india right most of the teams were uh, uh, and i think all the teams used to travel by train uh air travel was rare and uh, way more expensive uh, and uh, used to take a lot more time there were less airports and uh, we could not organize a league back then which had uh, a proper home away format so we could not even uh, get a, a tournament a cup tournament going that could have had a home or away thing that uh, happens with uh, fa cup or league cup uh, in england so what was happening was that uh, they they did it as a single venue tournament and the idea was that the tournament will travel to different corners of the country where uh, football needs to be more and more popularized right because remember back then there was no tv telecast also so uh, federation cup comes to the town next to you was going to be like the best football action that you got to see uh, that year so but but times have changed teams can travel by uh, planes now it's it's possible to have home and away leagues as we, as we have like not one but uh, arguably two of them going on without any hiccups but uh, yeah it's 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 just they have just gone on to hold on to that old format of single ve- uh, single venue tournament which does not make any more sense uh, it it should be happening throughout the season uh, uh, via the home and away or just single leg knockout format at somebody's home uh, but it 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 just seems like they're just doing it in odisha because the state government gives you discounts to use that stadium so they're just trying to do something for cheap just to make up the hours you need on television which uh, i don't know man is is that a reason to hold a tournament uh, it's it's great though i mean without uh, this tournament we would never see an end to that uh, propaganda that isl is like 10 12 times better than i league right and uh, no i league team will be able to stand up to an isl team now we are looking at it now we can see that there are so many teams in the i league despite losing all their best players because of that isl monopolization draft uh they they still are capable of beating these 40 crore uh, big budget teams and uh, you know it, it just reinforces that idea that real football development or performance or excellence does not depend on uh, does not entirely depend on your budget yeah yeah you know it's it's always the money that is uh, being shown for everything and uh, it's all, always been uh, 
that when when we compare ISL versus the I League, and uh, coming to the quality, it's not that money can buy you all the talent in the world. We, we've seen that there's not much difference when it comes to uh, playing, and uh, I League clubs are, are slightly better in that regard because they know what what's there for losing. Uh, ISL clubs haven't faced that, so that really f- no, will not show up in your game because. There's no, there's no fear of losing anything. Uh, the relegation uh, battle uh, has brought out the best in clubs. We, we've seen so many good fights going right till the end. It wasn't really you know the, the title race. It, it was also the relegation battle that really kept everybody engaged and everybody at the edge of the seats. So for me, I think ISL was highly could have been much more promising if if it really wasn't there. Uh, in this situation, uh, as a Super Cup really could have been much better had it uh, been away f- uh, from all these woes that that uh, I League clubs raised much much in advance before even the tournament started. So, but sadly, we are at this state. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a mess that we have going on, and uh, you can argue that uh, AFF will say, "Look, we just launched the tournament. We just floated the idea. We already have a cramped season. Uh, in 2017-18, we lost a couple of months due to the Under-17 World Cup. Uh, in 2018-19, uh, we lost a month and a half because of uh, the Asian Cup. Uh, it's it seems like there's this uh, not gonna. We have not had." A non-fractured season for a while. That's that's what it seems like. Uh, so yeah, it's it's maybe they will uh, develop Super Cup once it has an AFC spot. Everybody will take it seriously. But right now, uh, you know, talking about the game away from the game, it seems like AIFF is uh, preparing for retribution because uh, 14th April is the day I League clubs will meet uh, AIFF president, and just before that, on 12th April. Uh, they have called a meeting of AIFF disciplinary committee, which is expected to hand out punishments to the ILE clubs who did not play. Now, Mohan Bagan did not even register the players, so they might get a lighter punishment or no punishment at all because they they never said they are going to play, but others registered their players and still did not play so they might get a bigger amount of punishment which again is I don't know it it will be by the rule books if they are punished but because you have a situation where you are creating an impossible situation for these uh, clubs uh, is it a good faith gesture to punish them to give them uh, either big fines or suspensions just before you are about to meet it seems like a a ploy to change the agenda of what is going to be discussed on the 14th of April it's like if if the clubs I don't don't really think uh, I League clubs uh, didn't know what they are getting into uh, when they decided to you know, stage such a boycott or no show uh, as they did for the for the Super Cup, uh, I think it's all understood and it's uh, part of the plan. And uh, the amount of punishment uh, that will be meted out is something that's uh, probably unknown for the clubs. But uh, you know, when when you stage a boycott like this, uh, you're 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 open. Uh, you should be open, obviously, to you know taking. Uh, the hard hit from federation because you're not really going 
by the by uh, the the protocol there so i i think they will have their own set of arguments uh, saying that the notices was served to the federation via written uh, p- uh, petitions or no the, the the awareness or the no and they they did bring it to the notice of of uh, the federation prior to taking such an extreme measure so i think it's all arguable uh, it will be you know talked about it will be uh, discussed uh, uh, before uh, the final meeting with with the federation happens but i don't think it is it's going to come as a shock to the i league clubs uh, because obviously they knew what they're getting into yeah and it just uh, speaks to the amount of frustration that these uh, clubs are facing it's like dude you're taking away my spot in the top division you're forcefully relegating me for no fault of my own just because i can't pay you a huge amount of money every season i mean yeah hit me with a fine it's like it's not worse than what you're doing to me already uh, it it's it's a very uh, surreal situation to be in impossible in any other country it would be uh, unthinkable that uh, the clubs which have uh, struggled so hard Minerva Punjab with the youth development, Aizol FC with the youth development, uh, Lajong have have just just gave up at the start of the season and said, yeah, we're going to get relegated anyway, so why spend money on buying in players? Let's just uh, play our kids. Uh, it's it's East Bengal and Mohan Bagan who have been around for almost a century, just uh, building what the sport is like today. the clubs like dempo salgaonkar sporting club de goa who walked out in protest uh, a couple of years earlier uh, because of the same reason it's like this plight has been going on for 7 8 years now at the, at the very least and there just does not seem to be a solution and what we have after all this hullabaloo of after all these clubs trying shutting down walking away uh pulling out of a tournament all of that what has what has happened is is right now we have a bunch of clubs who are ready to go to the court of arbitration for sports against the federation and is that what we want to see in a, in a in a country which has so much potential a billion people uh the the biggest the market with the biggest potential for football it's just we we're just shooting ourselves in the foot man it's like we're just bickering with ourselves over this league or that league or who gets to play and who has to pay how much money to play and it's just leading us it is just pushing us back it, indian football is not taking steps forward i mean at the surface level it seems like we are but overall as a structure overall the 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 roots are just getting weaker and weaker and if if a, if a number of clubs fall out if a court gives a negative decision if afc and fifa have to step in and they say you could not sort it out here take a suspension from afc club uh, competitions that is going to do irreversible damage that is going to last 10 15 years uh, foreign players won't, won't want to come and play if, if we get sanctioned Uh, and uh, who knows uh, if if the federation fails to sort this out even our national team might face a sanction uh, like some of the other countries that have had it's just we are we're just living in a world of negative possibilities whereas if you hear the first half of of this episode there there are so many positive possibilities that does not even arise at this moment but but we are just capable of that why are we not just going towards that 
it's frustrating man yeah chiranjit i think you no know, that's the example is right in front of everybody uh, what type of scenario we would we want to see in indian football now definitely what we talked about in the first half now something which we dream of something which is not very uh, something which is so obvious to everyone federation obviously knows more than what uh, more than what the club should be asking for it's it should have been there you no know, step should have been taken much much earlier than uh, even creating a branch out of uh, an already good product we're talking about the isl being you know, carved out or out of the national team national football league then the i league and we're coming back to again the one league again that separation uh, relegation being put out of the window whereas we know what relegation can do to clubs uh, struggling fighting bringing out the best in themselves so it's it's again a question to all of us what is that what we what we want to see in indian football it's the, the fights it's the commotion it's the chaos it's the questioning by the clubs or it is it should be the other way around where a pathway is already set and clubs just needs to need to follow and uh, try to improve the quality of the talent that is there at the top for the national team to uh, really show up it has to be really again bottom up not top down as we are at the moment mm, let's just hope that uh, the things we said uh, as a joke uh, on april fools day become a reality sooner rather than later otherwise uh, you know it's it's going to be a huge april fools joke playing on indian football for years to come uh yeah so that's the episode for the day next week we will come back with uh, lots of hopefully positive news the indian women's team is about to play in the uh, olympic qualifiers uh, where they will be facing some tough challenges we will bring you all the results and analysis from uh, what's been happening over there and uh, uh, what what happened in the round of 16 of super cup and uh, as we get closer to the a meeting between the clubs and the IFF we will bring you all the possibilities and latest updates and opinions on what what's going to happen over there and uh, hopefully the, the some good news for the future of indian football sooner rather than later uh thank you for listening to this episode uh, come back to us next week if you're listening on uh youtube facebook do give us a like share or subscribe uh you can listen to this episode everywhere uh, on any podcasting platform that you like iTunes Stitcher SoundCloud it's all over the place you can also get it on the IVM podcasts app and the ivmpodcast.com website where you can also get all the best podcasts in the country uh ranging from political to sports to humor to lifestyle literally everything under the sun all on one app what could be better than that come back to us next week thank you Hi my name is Anupam Gupta I'm B50 on Twitter I am the host of Paisa Paisa a show that talks money on my show I speak to experts from every field of money and finance from stock markets equities debt funds credit cards life insurance every possible area of money and finance that you can think of we even did an episode on cryptocurrency I've got fantastic guests from mutual funds to personal finance experts everywhere robo advisory startup just name it we've got it At Pesa Pesa, we help you make smart decisions about money. You work hard for money. Now make your money work hard for you.
New episodes out every Monday and you can listen to my show on the IVM podcast app or any other podcasting app that you have. Paisa Paisa is brought to you by Paytm Money. Every week comes a show where three people come together to tell you about stuff they like. A movie, a TV show, a book, and other stuff. Tune in every Monday on the IVM podcast app to IVM Likes. Batman approves this message. Thank you, Batman.